Hi, and welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. For those of you new this week, each episode of this series has a special guest who will share insight on life, careers, and their story to success. Today is our latest episode with designer and entrepreneur Rebecca Minkoff. Rebecca started her brand in 2005 and has been growing it for the past 10 years. She's a true idol to our college listeners, and I'm excited to catch up with her. Welcome, Rebecca. I think it'd be great if you started and talked about not going to college and what you were doing when you were an 18-year-old. When I was an 18-year-old, um, my brother knew a designer here and got me an internship, which was paid. It was about $6 an hour. Um, so I moved here and essentially lived with my friend in Fordham in the dorms. He would sneak me in and out every day. Um, and I did that for about a month until my parents were like, okay, it seems like it's working out. So we'll come up here and help find you a place to live. And I said, no, I'm definitely staying here. Like get me an apartment. And they said, no, we're not going to do that, but maybe we'll ask your cousin if you can live with her. So long story short, I live with her in her daughter's playroom. So I interned right away and I was able to barely live on $6 an hour and, uh, just get my foot in the door. And then my aunt was so freaked out with the fact that I wasn't going to school. Right. She couldn't sleep at night. So I said, fine, I'll enroll at FIT. And I did. Were your parents bothered that you didn't want to go to college or they were pretty accepting of it? They were accepting of it because they never had the expectation. Like if my, if I said, I want to be a doctor, you have to go to college. They just said, we want you to do what you love and be an entrepreneur if that's what you want to do. And you're lucky. Go do it. That they were so supportive of you. I feel like most people's parents pretty set on them going to college. Correct. I do think that is the case. And I'm not saying someone shouldn't go to college. I think you should figure out the path you want to take. And uh, these days, there's so much more experience that you can get by an internship or um, exploring, working with many different companies before you sort of say, okay, this is my stake in the ground. I'm going to go get a degree in X. And then you graduate and you're like, what just happened? Right. How did you, at 18 years old, know how to even like start the foundations of a company? I didn't know at 18. I worked for this designer. They ended up hiring me full time. And so I became a designer there. I had design training essentially all four years of high school. That's all I did four hours a day. Instead of electives, I would sketch and draw. And so it was a performing arts high school. So it was specialized artistic. So you had that kind of leg up. Yes, I had a leg up. So after three years, I knew how to sew. I knew how to make my own patterns. Um, So I just started designing. And it was back in um, 2001 when I decided just to launch like a really small five-piece collection and um, see what would happen. And I was lucky that the CEO believed in me. So she allowed me to keep my day job instead of uh, just go out on my own. So I was able to sort of do both. She was also really smart in that in my internship, she made me work in all areas of the company. Which is what I always, always recommend. It's so important because you learn a business. Totally. Okay, so you started your business. When did it really go from this like hobby and personal thing you were exploring to like, this is the Rebecca Minkoff brand. I have a company. I have employees. Like, What was that kind of turning point? The turning point was really when um, Daily Candy wrote about the bag, which I had launched in 2005. So up until 2005, I had a very small, very cute clothing line. When I say cute, by small. Cute. Small, (laughs) tiny. I paid the rent by styling on the side, making the clothing, selling it locally. 
And then when I did the bag and you could see the response, like a girl would stop you on the street with the sample or Daily Candy wrote about it. So you could see that there was this momentum that it wasn't just me pushing yeah. up the hill. And then when we got our... Well, and you were getting sales. We were getting sales. So like yes. that is... Without easy. me having to like go to Union Square and has, right. know, pass out postcards like I did for the clothing. <laughs> yeah. So 2005, it just became not an overnight because it took a while to develop the bag and get it out there, but you could feel this heat that was not just coming from me. It was coming from people who wanted it. So that's when I called my brother and I said, hey, well, actually first rolling back. I called my dad and I said, I finally think I've got something. Will you loan me some money to make the first production run? And he said, no, absolutely not. But call your brother. He might help you. So that's when my brother just began by giving me advice. And then he said, you know, do you have an LLC? Do you have a tax ID number? All these basic things that maybe you learn in college. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And really helped me through those days, loaned me the initial money for the production run. And he said, if this is a real thing, let's go into business together. So that's... And how much older is he than you? He's five years older. And was he in finance or business or law? So he is also not a college attendee. The Minkoffs are college attendees. Yeah. So when he was 18, my dad said, I want you to be an entrepreneur. Um, Find a white space. You know, it's something that you're interested in and send me a proposal. And basically, my mom had a home health care company. And my brother thought that that could be expanded into wellness uh, supplements. And my dad's a doctor and like also a clinic. And so he single-handedly, you know, with their support, opened up that wing of the company, which is now where my parents work. So he had his roots in in startups, and then he started a software company with someone from Microsoft. But Yuri's full time here now. Or he's he, full time here. This was in the, this is how he had the the, yeah, the dollars, yeah. the Z to loan me the money. My brothers were my investors. I think you know that. Yes. And I had no clue what an LLC was. I couldn't speak legal jargon. And like when I think back about starting my business, I'm like, wow, I'm very lucky I had them because like you just don't know all these things when you're that age. You don't know all these things, nor do you have to. To you have to have someone who knows them. Right. And know that you don't. You know. Right. Right. How well? So now, 2005. We're now out. 2016. Your business has evolved quite a bit. How do you think, you know, it's changed outside of just like growing from like a headcount standpoint? Like how has the business changed since you first launched it? Well, we're really a lifestyle brand now. So it's handbags, it's shoes, it's ready to wear, it's jewelry with some other categories in the next few years to come. Um, We have, you know, three, almost four stores. So it's A, it's about the lifestyle, but it's also about what we want to do next, which is, you know, we feel that we're a brand that empowers girls to live a fearless life. We want to touch you when you're exploring your fearless moments, like quitting the job or asking the, not going to college, not going to college, kind of making and determining your own path. So how we round that out and how we're going to sort of highlight what we want you to feel when you buy our product in, um, you know, mentorship talks, seminars, um, just things that when you're having that time in your life, you're like, should I do this? And you're scared that, you know, you can feel confident because you've received some advice from me or someone yeah. else in that space. Yeah. Are there people who mentor you and your business now outside of obviously your brother being a huge mentor, I'm sure? I think we don't have a mentorship role specifically, but we're always talking to people. We're always getting advice. It's it's ironic that we were asked to speak at Harvard. We were asked to be on the Baker and Director's like, Council at Wharton. You're like, I did not go to college, but I'm happy we to speak that. here. Um, so as part of the Baker Director's Council at Wharton, you know, we get yeah. to have dinners twice a year with all these fellows 
who all have startups like Warby Parker and Harry's and yeah. you know, you get to sort of bounce your ideas off of them in a, in a safe space. So it's, that's always really fun because you could see how other people are disrupting yeah. their industry. And I don't know about you, but I feel like no matter if you're starting a fashion brand or you're starting, uh, you know, a business in the medical space, like there's these common issues that everyone faces with growing companies, starting companies and growing companies. And so like, I don't know, I find that so valuable to talk to the people who are also CEOs and running their own companies because there's just like these challenges that no one understands unless you're in that same position. Totally. And I think there is in any business that's growing, there's all these pain points that no matter what type of industry you're in, you'll hit. Yep. And so to be able to bounce that off of someone who's going through that um, is is really helpful. Yeah. And it's comforting. You're like, okay. We're not alone in this terrorizing situation. <laughs> like I'm not. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Well, what's next for you? What can we expect outside of continuing to dominate and grow your business? Like, you know, what do you personally look forward to in the future? Uh, we're going to be opening our Chicago store in the next month or two. And I will be hitting the road again. I'm going to Dubai for the first time because we opened two stores there. That's awesome. One in Abu Dhabi, one in Dubai. And then really figuring out how we're going to put this idea of helping women become more fearless on steroids. Well, I'm excited. I've always loved watching you. And you're such an inspiration to me and I know to all of our listeners and readers. So can't wait to see what you do. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca, for talking to us. You are such an inspiration. I hope you will join us for our next Office Hours conversation. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Until then, 